Thank you for tuning in to Morning Moments with Pastor Bruce Goddard from Faith Baptist Church. We pray that this is a blessing to you. Welcome. Great to have a few minutes together today, and how thankful I am for how good God's been to us. Faithful, decade after decade. And yes, there's some trials that come along the way. You know, sometimes our trials come like the children of Israel. God said, I led you through that great and terrible wilderness. God said it was a terrible wilderness. But he said, I led you through that to humble you and to see if you'll obey me. And so there's times our trials come to humble us. Other times trials come because we're an idiot and we do stupid things or say stupid things. And other times trials come because people around us, um, either people or nature or whatever, things naturally happen because we're on this planet. But in any case, we've got God that walks with us and guides us. And I couldn't be more thankful for how good God's been and how faithful he's been and how loving he's been to people that, that don't deserve a bit of his love. Well, this morning I was thinking about a situation that crossed my path. And of course, now all of us, I'm, I'm going to talk about uh, when common becomes unappealing, um, common shoes, common phone, common house, whatever it might be. Uh, now, all of us like new things, let's be honest, uh, not necessarily a new phone because they change everything. And we can't figure out how to make it work. But nobody buys a new pair of shoes or new clothing, a new car, and those kind of things. So we, we like those things, and all of us do. And I've, and I've got no problem with new things. Certainly, uh, I like new inventions that made our life, make our life more comfortable, whether it be gas heat, which is being about to be thrown out by our liberals in politics, uh, gas stoves, uh, microwave. Our microwave was out for a little while. And um, it, 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 you have to reprogram your thinking. How do I how do I heat these leftovers up? And it's a whole different world. And we 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 managed to tough our way through it for a few days, until we got uh, got it new and installed. But uh, anyway, it's uh, new things are not bad. But when we get bored with the old and desire new simply because it's new, it's going a dangerous direction. Uh, the danger I see is um, when people don't like normal. Well, everybody goes there, so I don't want to go there. Everybody eats that. I don't want to eat it. Um, to me, the best pizza in our area is Pizza Hut. I like their greasy crust. It's thick. There's a lot of topping on it, and I just think it's the best pizza around. And uh, yet, um, uh, especially um, people, there's just a mentality of, I don't want to go to the normal pizza hut. I want to, I want to try this hole in the wall. Well, why try it? You know, you like pizza hut or whatever pizza you like. Why try a new one? Uh, my wife and I'll go out to eat on occasion. We don't go out hardly ever anymore unless maybe somebody gives a gift card. It's just too expensive to eat out. But, um, once in a great while we will. Um, and if we go to a restaurant we've been to before, I'm usually ordering the same thing. If I liked it before, why would I try anything else on the menu? Now my wife, she likes new things. And so she'll, She'll, she'll try this new thing, and that, that's fine. That's what she wants to do. But uh, I'm, I'm going to stick with the thing that I know I like. But I think there's a culture that has risen in our nation where, where we don't want the stuff that's always been around. Uh, people want to go to a new place. They can post it on social media. Hey, I discovered this cool new place. Well, no one can say that about Dairy Queen or about Pizza Hut. 
Um, but they can say it about a new thing. So it's kind of a little bit of a status symbol. They went to a new place. I mean, who wants to go to Hawaii, boring old Hawaii? Uh, let's go to Aruba or someplace like that. And and there's a mentality that I think is dangerous that we start wanting and even needing something new. Our society likes new clothes, new style of clothes, new styles of hair. Nothing sinful about that, but it gets dangerous when we want a new style of worship. When we want to change the style of worship because our church has got this new thing. Well, you know what? We don't need any new things. Uh, I, that's See, in Acts 17, 21, um, Paul found the people in Athens. It says this in Acts 17, 21, For all the Athenians and strangers which were there spent their time in nothing else, but either to tell or to hear some new thing. These people were enamored with something new. You know what? Tell me the old, old story. For those who know it best, seem hungering and thirsting to hear it like the rest. Um, where do you think uh, the infatuation comes from regarding diets? I remember years ago, there was a rage over the Atkins diet, uh, high protein and uh, low carbs. And, but you don't hear at that. And then, boy, there were Atkins bars and Atkins this and Atkins that. And uh, then, then that kind of died off in popularity. And there's, the, there's every other kind of diet imaginable, the apple seed diet and the whatever else. But, um, but now I heard recently, the other day I heard someone mention a high-protein all-meat diet. And there's a name for it. And probably not much different than Atkins, but, but Atkins is old. We don't want old. We want new. We want some new trendy thing. Um, and along comes a vegan diet, um, not just vegetarian, we're vegan or we're gluten-free. And I'm not saying those things aren't good for you. I'm just saying we don't, we shouldn't need those things mentally and emotionally. I, I go to my yoga class. How about a bamboo mattress or a avocado leaf pillow or whatever it might be? And the, the issue is not that these things are new, that they're right or wrong. The issue is we get wanting something new. Um, when, when almost any doctor or scientist will agree that stress is the worst thing on our health, rather than seeking the peace of God and the peace that the Holy Spirit can give, which is so out of date and archaic, instead, we're seeking cage-free eggs, almond milk, organic dog food, and electric cars as if somehow we will feel fulfilled because we're making a difference and now the eggs I'm eating are from happy chickens that are out wandering in the hills. Um, that, that's seen in the outlawing of gas ranges, the open borders, tiny houses. How about that? Or buses converted into homes. That was a rage for a while. Get a bunch of money, find an old, <coughs> excuse me, an old bus, <coughs> convert that thing into this beautiful high-tech living motor home. And you don't want to just go buy a motorhome. You want an old bus that you converted and you did something spectacular. Uh, but, you know, those things come and go and they're gone. And uh, the tiny house trend will come and go. And open borders, that's just destructive. Um, but uh, the danger comes when we mess with things that are successful, like the Constitution, like the Bill of Rights, like the Declaration of Independence, um, the, the Gettysburg Address, how about the gold standard, uh, silver certificate money? When we mess with things like that, we're in trouble. When we, when we we begin to mess with things like Sunday school, preaching and soul winning, that's a dangerous thing. And people do it just because they want some new thing. 
well, our church, we've got this that no one else has. Well, pretty soon everybody's got it. And then you got to come up with something else no one else has. And then everybody gets it. And someone puts out a new discipleship program. Oh, we got this great new discipleship program. Oh, really? Jesus had a great discipleship problem, uh, program. It was called Go Witness to People, Preach to People, Help People, and Learn the Bible. But there was no discipleship program. The term's not even mentioned in the Bible. In fact, you'll have a hard time finding the word discipleship in the Bible. And uh, you want to, this, this old stuff, go to church Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night, and you're being taught the word of God if you're in any kind of a church. Go out soul winning and get a Sunday school class and get involved in the ministry and you're being taught the word of God. Um, churches find themselves neglecting the bus ministry because it's a lot of work when you can hang around and have a praise service and it's not a lot of work. It's feeding my flesh and makes me feel good. Youth work. Man, a good youth ministry is a lot of work. It is a lot of money. It's a lot of time. It's a lot of energy. And uh, way better to just give the kids a rock concert and let them neck and pet in the back of the bus or whatever. Um, that, that's, we're, we're looking for some new thing. Um, this, this youth, this old-fashioned youth ministry, people don't want that. How about marriage? See, marriage has forever been one man and one woman with the intent of a lifetime commitment. Doesn't mean they make it. We're sinners and some marriages fail. But at least marriage has been a, I'm getting married to you and I want to get married. Now we've got, uh, of course, the Hollywood crowd is the, the height of, of stupidity. Prenuptial agreements. I know we're not going to make it. So here's the agreement of what we will and won't share when when we leave each other. Um, see, so society brings into the home every new, vulgar, just corrupt, vile thing, all attached to no end of sorrow, but, but they, they like this uh, trendy thing in the home. You know, God says it's far better just to rejoice with the wife of thy youth, Proverbs 5.18 says. Um, he goes on in Proverbs 5, let her be as the loving hind in the pleasant robe. Let her breast satisfy thee at all times. Be thou ravished always with her love. And why wilt thou, my son, Proverbs 5.20, why wilt thou, my son, be ravished with a strange woman? Why would you do that? Just rejoice with the wife of thy youth. Let's be content with such things we have. Don't, don't let yourself get thinking the common things are not good. Because the common things are the things that last. Without despising the new, and again, I'm not against new things, but I, I'm against us needing something new. Uh, let's just be on guard to not get too infatuated with the new. Let's remain content with the things that have proven themselves over the decades and even centuries. Hebrews 13.5 says, Let your conversation be without covetousness and be content with such things as you have. And over in 1 Timothy 6, 8, having food and raiment, let us be there with content. Oh, let's be very guarded about uh, becoming um, uninterested in the common. And uh, let's just keep liking the common, old, ordinary things, home, marriage, church, Bible, family, those things. Oh, we don't, we don't need a spectacular, we don't need all the kids to take repelling lessons and and have electric bikes. We can throw a ball in the yard. We can go to the park with some friends and have a picnic. Let's keep embracing the common because the common is usually the thing that's going to keep working. Hey, have a great day. Thanks for joining us.